like many people, I'm scared of change. But it's easy to tell myself that I'm not scared of change because when I look back at my life, I can see all the times that I embraced change. And I can easily stitch that together and say, see, I'm someone who embraces change and all the good things in my life that have come from change, I can see them so clearly. And it's a lot. It's a lot of the things in my life have come from change. Right? Deciding to have kids is embracing change. Asking someone out is embracing change. Asking someone to marry you is embracing change. And so it's easy to look back at my life in which I've done those things and say, see, I'm someone who does that. But that's letting myself off the hook too easily because by and large, I'm someone who is scared of change. And it's all too easy to hide from that fact behind all the times that I didn't. Because the thing about change is you only need to say yes one time to change something that you've been saying no to over and over and over again. You only need to take that action once and then you'll be in a different place. That might not be the final place, but saying yes to change, embracing change, is a sea change. It really is. It, it shifts you from one set of possibilities to another. And they might be related, but they're very distinct. And for sure, you'll be in a different place. Apologies, I had to negotiate some people coming by. Come on, dogs, let's go! Who had dogs that were unfriendly, to say the least. But they were, people were lovely. Um, right, so. I avoided the change of getting a cell phone for decades until I finally did. And it's brought me a whole new way of making a living that I've enjoyed for these last seven years. Right, trying to locate the plane that's overhead. And then I, you know, I. I avoided every new initiative that Instagram had for months before I finally embraced it. And every time that I embraced it, which I inevitably did in the end, I would find ways to use it the way that felt right to me. And here's what I've learned through all that time and all that refusal to try new things, rejection of new patterns and new opportunities, is that 
partly my rejection was because I didn't want to change what had been working for me. But especially in the beginning, that was a silly thing because what was working wasn't working that great. It's not like I had some runaway success. So really, I didn't have much to lose. Hey, Willa, stay back here with me. And the second thing was that when I didn't want to embrace some new way of doing things, some new feature that Instagram had, some new thing in my life, it's not because I had intrinsically thought through how I might use it and had rejected that. It was that I had looked at how other people were using it and I didn't want that for myself. I didn't want to spend my time doing that thing. Even though I might have enjoyed passively seeing that thing, I didn't want to do it myself. It wasn't the thing that I wanted to do. And I think that's the part where I've consistently proven to be short-sighted because ultimately when I did adopt all these different changes, part of what allowed me to adopt them was doing it my way. I think one of the reasons I never was resistant to the idea of having children was because I knew I would do it my way. That was very clear to me. But I think a lot of people feel paralyzed by just that thing. They look around and they see how it's going for other people and they think, hmm, I don't want that. And they forget that it'll look very different for them. Now, it won't necessarily look great, right? We can adopt things once we've embraced change. And depending on how thoughtful we are about it, how much we bring of ourselves to the process, it can really suck, right? A lot of people say, yeah, let's have kids. And then they don't they don't recognize that part of what change requires of you is that you change. It's not just that you say yes to a thing, but that it's you're open to changing. You're open to improving yourself. You're open to growing in new ways. Hey, Willa, hold up. And so I think in all the big and small ways that we avoid change and then say yes to it, really what we're avoiding is the need to change ourselves and what we're accepting is that same change in ourselves. But it's easy to accept it on the one hand and then not to actually fully embrace it. The reason I think that kids trip people up is that it's a, it really is a tipping point. You either have a kid or you don't. You either get pregnant or you don't. And it's not the sort of thing that will quietly go away if you stop embracing that change. Same with relationships, but to a lesser extent that you can get out of relationships. But if you have a kid, that kid is, it's a, it's a harder point where 
there is a sea change that you cannot simply stop taking part in. Not without vast damage to the child or to yourself, or both often. But in many instances where people embrace something and then it doesn't, they embrace a change and then it doesn't stick, it's because they were actually unwilling to do the work that the change required. And so, you know, you say, I'm going to learn some new skill, a language. I'm going to, uh, you know, learn how to carve a spoon, for instance, or take this thing that I'm passionate about and make something out of it that I can make a living at. But then if you're not consistently growing and changing as part of that commitment, it's very easy to go back to the way that you were doing things. How many people have tried something new on Instagram and then eh, you tried making a reel or two and then you said it's not for me, right? That's you saying, I'll try the change but I won't actually commit to changing. I think that's the big difference. And so when I think about how I can look back at my life and say, oh yeah, I, I embrace change. And I can point to all these ways and situations where I have done so. Really what I'm pointing to is all the ways in which I have changed and changed and changed who I am over time. And so then the fear of change is the fear of changing who you are. And I think that that stems from being comfortable with where you are, not necessarily liking who you are, right? A lot of people get stuck. Say you're overweight and you need to lose weight. You can get stuck with the image of yourself as being an overweight person who needs to lose weight, as opposed to a healthy person who has gained some weight that needs to be lost in order to regain their health. And that moment of shifting is really powerful and important inflection point. I've been overweight for the last 10 years. Not hugely so, but enough that it, that it has mattered. And in the last year, I've spoken of this in the past, I have noticed change in my self-perception. I think I had gotten caught up in my, in my sense of myself as always going to be someone who was chunky, always going to be someone who was struggling with this. And what I'm able to see now is a new story for myself where I have a long life ahead of me of being very fit. I, I can see how I can get there. And then the story for me would be that I had this period of time where I was not until I learned to prioritize the things and the skills and the time that I needed in order to regain my health. And so that's an instance where 
the change that I am afraid of that keeps me cycling back through bad habits of abandoning exercise regimes or eating more than I should. Not by a lot, not binging all the time, terrible stuff, but eating more than I should was a certain self-identity that even though it didn't serve me and I didn't like it, I was still scared to change because it was who I was. And the biggest antidote that I've found to this fear of change has been to recognize and acknowledge and consciously state over and over again that all life is change. We're going to change throughout our lives and to the extent that we change gracefully, our lives can grow and develop in beautiful ways. You can see this in any living organism, in a garden, in a space. Right? I just spent today and yesterday putting in quite a bit of time and effort updating the girl's bedroom, building these built-in bookcases on the wall. They're not perfect, but they're a vast upgrade from what was there. And the energy and time it took to commit to and, and create that change is paid forward in the beautiful feeling of being in that room now and having it graciously allow the girls graciously live their lives in a way that was they were struggling to before. They have enough space to spread out their treasures and feel like there was still room in their lives for more. And that change, the way that even physical spaces need to be updated and change over time in order to continue to feel as good as they perhaps did originally, speaks to the universality of that. And the universality of the nature of change helps me overcome my natural antipathy towards it. Who knows, maybe someday I'll get to a place where I genuinely embrace change, but I'm human, so I'm still a long ways off. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.